Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name is Lockie. And my name is Louie, and this week we played three hours of Gravity Rush 2 by Japan Studios. Uh, on the PlayStation 5, I guess, but the PS4 version, we talk about uh, the funky controls, the wonderful art style, uh, and... Osage. Uh, well, yeah, Lockie's favorite film. What's your favorite movie of all time of all time um so i normally default into shawshank but i it's not like a sold answer i'm not sold on that i'm not really committed to that as an answer it's just <laughs> the answer i have mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i understand that sure what, you what, seen it? What do you? Yeah. What do you love about Shawshank Redemption? I really just think that film has it all. <laughs> I really do. I really think it has it all. The perfect movie, except maybe there's well, there's no uh, there's no love story in it. What? But that's maybe sort of is. Yeah, but not in like a. You know, not like a classic love story. Mm-hmm. But that's... I'm, I'm just trying to think of everything that it does have and doesn't have. And that's the only thing that I can think that it doesn't have. Mm-hmm. But it's really got everything else. <laughs> um, so I, I would probably say that. You? Um, I was worried you were going to ask, which is reasonable. So now I'm looking at all the films I own. Um, you know, I reckon... It's got to be Bicentennial Man. Hmm. You ever seen that? No. <laughs> um, Not a great movie, but um, but look I look at that. But I adore it deeply. This is your favorite film of all time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, I don't think favorite is necessarily the best movie, is it? No, you know? of course. Okay, okay, okay. Sure. I mean, my favorite movie of all time is, is Wayne's probably, World. It's not Wayne's <laughs> World. It's probably uh, Ice Age or School of Rock. <laughs> fair enough. That fair one enough. of those two movies. Well, is maybe not Ice Age. My, School of Rock. Fair enough. My favorite movies of all time. Gosh, uh, I forgot. But, I forgot. Lucky. I. Everyone. Lucky was obsessed with Ice Age at school. I still have. Like, what was <laughs> I've had the, a bit of a what rebirth. The, what was the scrawny? Sloth guy called? Sid. Sid. We have, yeah. Who voiced Sid? Uh, I can never remember his name. Um, um, because I don't know him from anything other than... Uh, John... John Leguizamo. That guy. John Leguizamo. Sid the Sloth. I'm gonna have to Leguizamo. Played I by... I that. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they left without me. Amazing. They do this every year. They do this every year. Um, Why? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, so, I mean, you used to run around just quoting Ice Age at school. Yeah. Christ. It's, it's a funny film. What a weird pick. It's a very funny film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah. <laughs> One yeah. of those two is probably my favorite. Yeah. And I think... Ice Age is in everyone's, like, top seven, so... Mm, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter the age, Ice Age really hit home for a lot of people. Yeah, I have to agree. And what is it for you, maybe top, like... Mm, I I don't know, I don't know how many movies I've seen, but I would say... You ever top, trying to do that? Top 200? Lockdown. Every film, oh my god, shut up, shut up, it's so disrespectful, <laughs> that is so disrespectful I don't know, the people I, of, I've um, probably not even seen 200 movies, I feel like I've probably seen like 25 movies. Uh, <laughs> I reckon it's somewhere between that. Hey, do you know who made Ice Age? DreamWorks. Blue, Blue Sky Studios. It wasn't DreamWorks? No, I always Blue think Sky it's a Studios. It was a 20th century Fox ah. <laughs> made by some random ass company called Blue Sky Studios. Oh, that's why it's on Disney Plus these days. Yeah. Oh, man. It's based in I Greenwich, like... Connecticut. Wow. Yeah, I feel like basically all of those movies from when we were, well, I would say kids. We were like in our early teens when Ice Age came out, right? Yeah. Um, all of those movies stopped apart from Ice Age. I feel like they're still putting out Ice Age content. Well, I mean, it's amazing. I'm going to flip that and could go a different way. But that all the films of that age were all DreamWorks or Pixar. Yeah. Except Ice Age. At they least li- of ones that I remember breaking through. They literally put out an Ice Age this year. They did not. Mm-hmm. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, they they all sucked. Hey, look, Ice Age, The Meltdown isn't in my top 50 movies. There was a single funny moment in that entire film. Which, sorry, what? The second one sucked. I don't remember. I don't really remember the first one. Well, it was great. The, is was the great. third one the it one with the lady great. mammoth? That's this. I think that's straight. Uh, that might even be two. Maybe the one that not, came out though. this year was. I think it might have been direct to Disney Plus potentially. I don't know. Oh, that this is the one that came out this year though. Okay, so also worth mentioning that we've had a six-year gap. Ice Age Five. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's literally been a six-year gap. There's been like. TV shows and games and all that kind of stuff. Can we pivot games? I feel like there's been a few Ice Age games, games? in my lifetime. Like PS3, PS2 era. <laughs> I'd love to play a PS3 Ice Age game. I'm looking it up. Ice Age yeah, game. Scraps Adventure. Scraps, sorry. Scraps the Squirrel? Yeah. Dude, there was a PS4 one. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> it's, it's on Switch, too. Well, here we come. 
I will not be recommending that it's anytime got, it's, soon. It's it's it, this good looks reviews. good. Really? Yeah, I mean, not from like critics, but from like players what? of. It just looks like a 3D platform. I bet it's like that SpongeBob game. It's just like, oh, this is all right. Mm. Bikini Bottom, what's it called? Something for Bikini Bottom. The Battle, battle for Bikini Bottom. Mm. The Battle for Bikini Bottom. <clears throat> um, but that's such a good film. I can't believe there's a five. I want to watch number five. So you've seen four? No. Oh, so you should watch I saw one. You don't want to I saw two and three. Key plot deeds. You want to know what that squirrel's been up to? What? What? How has he hurt himself this time? <laughs> wow, Dennis Leary <laughs> looks weird. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? Um, let me look him up. Well, who does he do? Um, he voices Diego in uh, Collision Course. Let's see if he voices Diego in the Oh, yeah, I know. He does. I know this guy's face. He <laughs> He's in um The Amazing Spider-Man, the one with Andrew Garfield. He's the dad of mm. the woman, whatever her name okay. is. Not MJ. What's her name? Um Yeah. Yeah. Gwen uh, Emma Stone. Gwen Emma Stacey. Stone is her name. Yeah, Emma Stone. Um the hey, he does a great Diego. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I will say, is he does a fantastico Diego. Anyway, um, that's movies covered. Uh, that's the whole, that's all the movies. That's the, that's the movie review <laughs> section. Oh, that's the, no more movies covered. needed to be covered. Uh, so we're going to shift from that and talk about our more typically covered games section of the podcast, which is something we like to do occasionally. Yeah, if you like. And uh, talk about the game for this week, which was Gravity Rush 2. The second Gravity Rush game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really don't know who made it <laughs> or, or anything about it. I mean, what is it? The Sony... Exclusive title. Yeah, it's a Sony game. I think it was like um, the. I don't know the full history, but I. I think it's part of the same sort of like Sony Japan that have I think recently like rebranded or disbanded or something sad because they made lots of amazing stuff. Um, the director I think is the guy that made Siren on PS2, which is a pretty neat game, um, uh, which is a horror game, uh, and. I think he has now left, uh, and they he might be working on a yeah, new Japan horror studio. game with like Silent Hill people, which is pretty cool. Okay, um, well, fucking story of ho- horror game life, isn't it? Yeah, uh, someone working with someone from Silent Hill. <laughs> I know. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, Japan Studio. They made loads of stuff. They made a lot of stuff. Um, Loco Roco, you remember that? Loco Roco 2. Of course. Tokyo Jungle, Patapon. Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle, by the way, anyone out there, that is thousands of percent on my list um, to talk about on this show. I've just never I I never played it. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I don't know. Times have moved on, but that game is so good. Yeah, it looks good. Knack, Last Guardian. Yeah, I think Japan Studio, like, was like Nico, a support Shadow studio and wait what 
made their own stuff like independently. Like they would jump in on stuff and help out, but they would also fully right, produce okay. their own bits and bobs. So like they didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Bleach, Soul Resurrection, Bleach game. Ah, yes, remember it well. Oh, um, and oh, uh, yeah. the Playroom VR. Ah, did they make all the other Astrobot stuff? Yeah, they made Astrobot. Yeah, made Astrobot. Anyway, uh, um, yeah. So they made Gravity Rush, which was on the Vita. It was kind of. I guess Vita's one of Vita's premier games. I don't know if it was a launch game, yeah. if it was launch window. Um, uh, and it was cool on Vita. It was like definitely probably one of the better things I played on Vita. Did you enjoy the Vita version? Yeah, it was the best thing on Vita, other than uh, you know it was the best Vita exclusive. I think we covered this slightly at the end of last week, mm-hmm. um, but it was. Maybe the only playable game on the Vita, other than uh, Tearaway. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, sort of, I, I was quite surprised when they were like, oh, we're actually going to make another one. Um, because it just seems like the kind of game that does not get a sequel. Um, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, they didn't. They put it on the PlayStation 4 this time, which was a wise decision. Um, uh, and I can imagine they'll now never make another one. I think that's that's Gravity Rush. <laughs> when they're done now, um, I think Sony's probably had enough of that. But it's, Yeah, I think you're right. But it's weird that they made this game. It is a bit. For a different console, called it Gravity Rush 2. With yeah, zero like press around it, they should. I mean, they should be rebranded as like a whole new yeah Gravity Rush game um, because no one had a Vita <laughs> and no one played the port to PS4 that I think came out before two, right? Yeah, or around the same time. But it's just it's just wild that they made it, and it's such like an interesting little gem mm-hmm. uh, that it's yeah kind of crazy that I think. No one probably plays this game or knows much about this game. Yeah, shall I try and describe it? Sure. Um, Gravity Rush 2 is, much like its uh, predecessor, is a third-person open-world action game uh, with... I was thinking about this. It's kind of like... um, It's... Like got this kind of soul shaded anime thing, but it also seems like it's got quite a lot of influence from like Franco Belgium comics. Like, what the m- f- like, <laughs> is that reference? Like, like uh, Mobius or like, um, like Tintin, like that kind of style. Um, kind of, it's vision. a it's a real mix. It's got a lot of like European influences as well as like American influence. And Japanese influence. Yeah, so it's 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 a, it's a real real mix up. I think uh, visually, it's a it's a nice blend of 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 lots of different um, aspects. But um, yeah, so you play as this character named Cat, which she has these special abilities that basically allow her to change her own gravity, so she can just kind of choose to fall at any moment in any direction she wants. Um, so it's not that she can fly, it's that she's falling in a direction of her choosing. 
Um, uh, and you can, yeah, so you just kind of, you're, the city that she lives in is this, this kind of floating, um, yeah, these floating cities. Uh, so you can kind of fling yourself around um, between these sort of relatively open spaces. Uh, and the combat is a little funky. You kind of just kind of wing yourself at things and there's some basic melee stuff. Um, and then there's some special moves. Um, the story of what I've played of the second one uh, seems to be around... seems to have quite a surprisingly strong focus on, like, class structure in um, in this society. It, like, goes for this kind of... Um, a little on the nose, like, literally, because it's in the sky, you have the working class at the bottom, uh, in like the dirty clouds. And then the higher you go up, um, the nicer and more expensive things get and seemingly the worse the residents become. Um, and the story seems to be playing into that along with some like military stuff or whatever. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's such a weird game because it all works so well. But also, it's just not quite. It's not quite. It's just not quite. You know, but it's sorry. It's like eighty percent. Yeah, it is 80%. perfection. <laughs> it's really, it's really. It's. I'm glad you recommended it because I have. I had played. Uh, like four or five hours of it, and like even within that four hours, I had sort of put it down and come back to it a couple of times. Um, Because it just wasn't quite clicking. But for some reason, this time, uh, it clicked in a way it hadn't. I wouldn't say it's, like, fully there. Um, But this this time, I had, like, a pretty good time with it. um, And it was more easy to accept its kind of slight funkiness and just kind of enjoy it for what it was. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I really think, for one, that the world that it's set in is maybe I was thinking this, I found it hard to think of a nicer looking game <laughs> like at all mm. in terms of the world. Um, I mean, what totally different, but you could say, uh, like a uh, breath of the wild mm-hmm. looks nicer, but like what, tell me what looks better than this game. I actually don't really, really like the way it what? looks. What? Really? I think this game looks insane. I think it is so insanely considered. Yeah. I was I was taking the screenshot for the cover of this um, episode, and I, I don't know if I'll use that picture that I took, but I, was, I just landed in, like, a random island, and I was at the top of these little steps that led down into a little courtyard with umbrellas and tables and bushes, and then in the background was this huge floating structure... And there was just this fog, yeah, right, that just sort of slowly drifted past. And it was, you know, 90% of the time the background was just covered in fog. And then occasionally fog would flow through the foreground. And I was just standing there for like five minutes. And then maybe like every couple of minutes there'd just be like a few seconds where the fog all cleared and it opened up. And it just looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I... It made I, me I... want to just sit in this world and just walk around and take pictures i think for me i prefer the way the first one 
looked than this one. I think this one, there's something about the, like, color grading, especially of, like, the environment where it's, like, super contrasty um, or, like, saturated or whatever the word is. It's just, like, it's all a bit too much. Um, and um, and I don't think it quite captures the feeling that the like the com- the uh, cutscenes are mostly in these very nicely drawn um, uh, comic book styles. Um, and I look at that art, and then I look at the environment art, and I don't think it matches quite. There's something off about it. Whereas I feel yeah. like the first one is more consistent. But drabber. The first one's much more drab to look at. It's like green the whole time, um, but it feels a bit more grounded whereas this one's a bit all like there's these sort of bright oranges and blues mixed with like i don't know there's something off about it in a way yeah i i I do get that um but again i think it's like 80 percent there yeah yeah (laughs) like i think it's all like it's all technically really great and i think it definitely stands out against the majority of video games um yeah i think as an environment like um it does feel built yeah. by different people, as in, as in, it does feel like an actual built world rather than like totally. a designed um, set piece. And I think maybe that's part of it in the fact that like sometimes things don't feel quite right. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely sometimes they really do feel right. It does feel very natural. Yeah, it's definitely more of a place than a level. <laughs> at times. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the so yeah, it's. Um, yeah, the, I think definitely the strongest point is just, like, the way those buildings and layers of buildings are, like, structured and, like, hidden be- behind clouds and the way you kind of just drop yourself from one island to another um, is a very lovely feeling. Um, but I would say, basically, the moment before you leave the ground and the moment as you leave the ground is where a lot of the problems are. Um, uh, I find the camera kind of a bit all over the place. It uses, um, the motion sensors in your controller, uh, for you to like, it's not really fine aim. It's really just kind of another way of moving the camera on top of your analog stick. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like it definitely came from Vita. It did. Cause the like... Vita was, it was handy in the Vita cause you would like, point the Vita in its direction and she would sort of tilt a little bit towards that um, thing. So it's handy because the sticks on the Vita sucked. Um, but in this, and especially teamed with like a massive TV screen, um, the world is just like wobbling <laughs> in front of me all the time and it does make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like flapping you didn't, about. You didn't turn it off? I turn the sensitivity down a lot. Um, Off. For um, me, it sucked. I got rid of it. um, And then I also found it's incredibly important to keep pressing R3 to recenter yourself um, because you'll just be, like, looking in completely the wrong direction half the time um, otherwise. Uh, Yeah, and I think it's it's those... Sorry, yeah. Well, I was, I was just going to say, like, I think that always is going to be a slight issue in a game where it operates in X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, so freely operates in that sort of space. So I I don't think it does, like, a terrible job. I really didn't find the camera too much of an issue. 
Um, I think I felt more it was the control over the character mm-hmm. that I think probably could have been improved slightly. Yeah, I, I think I think it all feels a little loose. And I, and the thing is, like, it's supposed to feel floaty because that's literally what she's doing. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like when you when it comes down to like combat and stuff, a lot of it is like um, this kind of like soft lock on um, thing where you you'll be floating in the air and you'll press square to do like a lungy kick attack, and it will go towards the nearest kind of reticle that it's already assigned for you, but then it will sometimes just kind of seemingly change at will and go somewhere else. Um, and just in general, that stuff feels pretty loose. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, it makes it a little bit less enjoyable overall. Yeah, I'd agree. It, it doesn't feel the best. I think um, also what kills me is that on those targeted kicks, floating kicks, is that they have a range because the target will appear when you're like 50 meters yeah. away from this it's guy. It's a weird, yeah. And then you can, I just want to be able to hold kick and do like a 50 meter meteorite kick <laughs> into this, into this poor dude. Um, but it doesn't, it has like a set distance of like 20 meters, which is still good. Uh, and it still feels good when you take a 20 minute, 20 meter kick. Yeah. But I want it to be like a 50 meter, yeah, meteor. Yeah, the, the combat can be pretty overwhelming when there's a lot of stuff on screen. Um when like three different things are firing rockets at you and you're trying to figure out you know what literally what orientation your character is currently in and you're just getting whacked about <laughs> it's like it's flying all over the place um uh it can be a little it can be a little much um yeah yeah i, th- I think this game is better when it's like a single single boss enemy mm-hmm. which you can just sort of orient orient around as you need to. Uh, also, like the button mashing combat feels really bad in this. Um, you just have like a basic combo of uh, melee attacks that you can string together, and none of it really feels any good. It's just auto targeted. There's no real crunch to it. I mean, this is a game that like you do want to be made by Atlas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've never played an Atlas game that had proper combat in it, or traditional... Fuck, not Atlas. Who am I... Um, what do I mean? Um, um, Platinum? Platinum, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if this played, it... like, Nier, I'd be, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they'd probably do a good job of it. Um, I think that, but... I think that, like, the whole gravity mechanic seems like a pretty tough one to crack. Um... Because it, like, fundamentally is disorientating, and I really like how, like, like the best decision I think they made with that stuff is kind of leaning into the fact that she's just falling all over the place because she, like, slams into stuff. She doesn't... You can, like, gracefully, like, push off, and, like, in the air you can kind of smidge yourself down and go into a little missile, but, like, for the most part she's just, like, flapping her arms like she's falling, which is a really nice choice, I think. Um, uh... But overall, it just it does at times also mean that it just feels a bit flappy and weird, and like um, you'll like end up, you know, on the bottom of a building, like literally underneath it, and there's all these kind of jutty out parts of the building that you're seemingly just kind of 
plopping over or sometimes you'll like like sort of set your gravity on a slight angle in between two angles and <laughs> it doesn't really yeah it's all like where is the what's the point of gravity here i'm very confused um uh, yeah, well, but at the stuff. same time, I think sometimes it does work well when you just angle it at the bottom of a uh, building and then you just start walking under the floating island and start platforming yeah. <clears throat> uh, on a space that is just the underside of something. Um, I think that feels really good. Yeah, she has this cool move, um, which is like a slide, um, which sort of, I feel like it could go a little harder at like, sort of visually describing what's happening, but it, it gives the sense that what's happening is she's basically tilting gravity the, to the point where she's sliding down a slope on whatever. It just kind of looks like she's <laughs> bending her knees doing the <laughs> matrix like move. Matrix. I feel like yeah. I kind of wish they like naturally tilted the thing for you when it did that, but um, uh, it's still a neat idea. Um, yeah. Fun way of getting round two. Um I wish it was a bit faster, though, yeah. and way easier to control. Yeah. It's, like, way harder to control than it should be in any world. Um, and then the other thing, mechanically, is... I don't know if you... You must... I don't know how much you've played of this, but um, they do give you other gravity types. Okay. No, I've not done any of that. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Sure. Um, so, I, I knew they were there, and I was surprised, because I think I've played, like seven or so hours of it um and i was like when are these other gravity moves coming in like this is really taking some time um so there are two other ones uh two different styles basically and they basically just i've only got one of them but they basically alter the way gravity works for cat um so the one i got was the moon one which basically makes you a lot lighter oh Um, cool so you can do sort of these big jumps um and uh yeah (laughs) some other random stuff i'm I'm into it (laughs) yeah i'm into it too it's um it's again like it's definitely like at that 80 percent of like great idea it's definitely needs some more like um more like choice like some more like i want to do this jump so i can jump to that thing instead of just kind of flinging myself um but it's a bit clunky to do, so yeah. the controls. I, I mean, this really—you should just be using that movement to like see the world. In my opinion, like yeah. I want this to just be a photography game purely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah, and just use gravity combat. to access uh, spaces that aren't normally accessible. Also, this. I don't remember there being so much stealth in the first one. Yeah. There's quite played a, a bit lot of it's stealth weird, missions. isn't it? Um, I was playing a mission where I had to, like, wander around at this enemy base and fling off as many boxes as I can so right. that, like, uh, the rebels down below can pick them up. Um, and, yeah, I had to literally... There's literally, like, a void line of sight, like traditional like this is a forced stealth mission in a game that isn't built for it sort of thing and there's quite a bit of that which is quite a weird choice um it's not like unbearable it's not hard but it's just it's weird that it's there very if this game definitely feels like it was made in a different time mechanically like it definitely feels like it came from ps3 early ps3 vita (laughs) yeah the vita yeah (laughs) 
you could say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, the stealth stuff I actually, again, like, didn't mind because it lets you see the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best thing and the worst thing, I guess, is that you can travel around this place at such lightning speed. Uh, because when you can fly, fly, um, there's no need to use things provided by a city, like stairs or paths or anything. Um, but the stealth ones, at least the one I did recently, like, didn't really let you fly. Yeah. Uh, which meant that you had to see the city, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah. But then the stealth kind of sucked, so. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. And also, the the more you're on the ground, the more you, like, trip over random objects that are designed to look nice and not be something you can walk around. Yeah. Platforming on floor is bad. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, ledges that you want to jump and hang on to uh, that you don't. Not like the game we played last week, Dragon's Dogma. Now, Louis, if we can get a combo of yeah. Dragon's Dogma and Gravity Rush 2... Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I feel like Dragon's Dogma is also a video game at 80%. Yep. <laughs> um, in a lot of other ways. Yep. I think if you combine them, you'd get a real mess. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what are you talking? You think half in or Dublin? Are we at 40 or are we at 160? 160. Okay. <laughs> at 160, you're getting a real, real chaos thing. Okay. <sighs> um... Yeah, it's fine. It's interesting. It really is interesting. I love games that play within vertical space. Um, And I mean, I don't think there are really any that do it better than in a game like this, where you can literally just travel up and down between spaces. Um, I think I really just want the camera to be zoomed out a bit. I think that would help a lot. Like, I just feel like she takes up too much of the screen for the kinds of things that she does. Um just, just, just a bit more space. I could do with a bit more space. Sure, you know, yeah, zoom out. I get that. Also, this game clearly did not do well because they like shut off the online stuff like almost immediately. Um, I was wondering why it wasn't working. Yeah, I didn't um, know it was because it was shut off. I think I don't really remember what it was. It was something to do with like there are these like Apple chests, um, and if you take a photo of it, it goes online and then you get a costume. I don't. I don't know. But I think you can't get a lot of the like costumes that were originally in the game. Okay, well that kills me. Yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. That that is actually like unacceptable. I'm not even joking as well. Like <laughs> that is unacceptable. Actually, speaking of near, there is a <laughs> there is a two B costume on the PlayStation Store, which is free. Oh really? Um, oh shit. Uh, it's it's I'll, I'll it's far too embarrassing to use though. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's like it's uh you got free 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 use of that camera in this game on like uh near and it's just way too much butt all the time sure way too much butt. you're just staring at her butt constantly let's have a look wow it does look like <laughs> it's 2b yep there you go <sighs> oh um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Gravity Rush 2. I'd recommend yeah, it if you yeah. feel like some vibes, you know? If you just want some vibes. Yeah, it's it's free on the 
PlayStation Platinum. It takes thing, a while to get going. Called. That's all I'll say. It's a pretty slow start. Yeah. Is one available on PS Platinum? I don't know. I can't imagine that game looks great on a big screen. <laughs> no, I don't think it's worth playing. I watched, before I played 2, I watched like a recap of uh, one story. And I have to say, now I remember about 0% of it. I can't imagine there really was a story, was there? It was just... There wasn't much. I don't remember how she gets her powers. The cat. She just meets a cat that's cool. I think so. I think that's the extent of it, yeah. Okay. Mm. Anyway. I'm going to just very quickly... Oh, yeah, look how brown it is. Whoa. Oh, dude, I'm so hot, man. It's so, unreal. Without having my table fan on, it's awful. It's so brown. I mean, it's they definitely made the right choice giving it a bit more colour, but... I don't know. I do think it looks really good. I like this game a lot. I like the way it looks. Yeah, I just want to get in there and give it a little bit more... Give it a new look-up table or something. Just, just clean up that colouring just a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it definitely could do with something. Retexture some of it. <sighs> Lucky, did you know? <laughs> uh, we're not going to be here next week. Um, hey, taking a little uh, break, poo. Do some other little bits we got on the agenda, um, and hopefully yes. we will be back the week after. I will uh, let y'all know on the Discord and the Twitter what games we'll be talking about soon. Yes. Um, cool. You can find those deets on um, on the uh, the podcast description. It's all there. You can follow at TimePlay3HR for Twitter updates. You can follow me at Louise Things with three S's um, on Twitter. And... You haven't really been posting on it. No, I think I've done like two. <laughs> Louis, I've turned on my fan because I figure anyone who's made it this far... <laughs> They don't mind the fan. <laughs> we'll hold on another 30 seconds. <laughs> or at least just give me like 10 seconds of fan time. We've got to do the intro as well. You we have to turn it off for the intro. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, at Lockie Tweet, if you want to see Lockie, you know, I don't know. Um, we've got Discord. Yeah, again, all in the podcast description. Um, we won't be here next week, and we will speak soon. Sounds good. Catch you later. Bye.